Bonjour, and you know it. You know where you're at. Welcome back to Minus You. Today we are entering the final chapter of Minus You, which honestly is just really crazy to say. The final chapter of Minus You is the future chapter, which pertains to my life that is completely post-Nicholas, just post all of it. I'm going to talk about the newer and more recent lessons that I have seen in my life, progressively more into it as well as these last few episodes roll out. Today's episode is called 50-50 or 100-100, which we will talk about the ongoing question and kind of the predicament that we hear about in relationships regarding effort levels. There is a huge debate surrounding this idea when people bring up the balance of effort in a relationship. I have heard it just like you have probably heard it from all ends of the spectrum. I have heard that it has to be a 50-50 effort. I have heard that it needs to be always 100-100 from each person. I have heard that the contribution of effort is completely different, so they can't even be measured this way. But let's go ahead and talk about the 50-50 model right now. Each person is putting in half effort, 50% effort to make 100%. But wouldn't that mean that each person is saving 50% of this for themselves or, or for whatever else? So that doesn't make much sense, does it? Now, how about 100-100? Each person is giving 100% everything they've got always. Well, okay, like ideally that sounds great, but that's also kind of impossible. We are human and our abilities will just wax and wane with situations, time, cause and effect, just life in general. So 100-100, wouldn't that just cause burnout and be unhealthy? Yeah, probably. So how do we even have an answer for this? So 50-50 doesn't make sense, and 100-100 doesn't really make sense because it's not super real realistic. So I'm not a huge Michelle Obama fan, but I've been recently uh, like reading her book and listening to her speak, and I learned from her specifically on this topic, and it kind of changed my appreciation for her. It was very beautiful and very real what I heard from her. She said that marriage and relationships cannot realistically be a 50-50 always. There will be times where it's 70-30, 60-40. This means there will be times where you feel like you're operating at 70% and your partner's at 30%. And the other side of that is your partner may feel like they're giving 70% and you are the 30%. So how do you deal with that? You have to. You can't ignore that. Also, what happens when you feel like you're giving 90% and your partner's giving 10%? So love, true love, love as a verb, as an action, is a choice. It is not just a feeling. It is an active choice we have to make with the person we want to spend our lives with. And this choice, unfortunately, sometimes, has to be between two people. If you want someone to the ends of the universe, you would do anything for them, but they don't view love as a verb and you don't receive love as a verb, this love that we're talking about in this situation just probably won't have a lot of longevity. Over time in life, you will have some days where your partner will be giving more to the relationship than you are. Does that mean that your relationship is ruined? No, <laughs> no, not at all. This is a part of life. There will be times where you are giving more to your relationship rather than your partner. Does that mean that you're not right for each other? Again, no. But during these periods, you have to keep in mind 
and watch this scale of this like percentage agreement so that doesn't just consistently keep dipping less and less or that it stays the same consistently. Because what happens when it's 90%, 10%? Oh, like it's hard. You are in for it. Now, this percentage idea lives in our relationship, our work, and our family life, all of these things. So if we give 100% at work, this means that our percentage investment in our relationship will drop because we will be drained from going too hard at our job. If we only care about our family relationships and don't maintain our jobs, our career is going to suffer. So I like to think of it less about like a percentage or a ratio and more about car wheels. So, well, Madeline, what does a car have to do with this? Well, let me tell you, a car has four wheels. If we take this into a metaphor, these four wheels can have a label. There is the romantic relationship, like your partner's wheel, your family's wheel, the career wheel, and then like our personal health wheel. If all these wheels are maintained, aligned, and like properly maintenanced, the car will run smoothly and be able to not only support you, but support the people inside the car that's involved with this car slash person. I hope you kind of understand what I'm getting at here. What happens when one of these wheels is getting more attention than the other, is being more used than the other, or one is just not being maintained? So, I don't know. Let's see. I am going to completely focus on this, like, the personal wheel. And what this would look like is I'm going to do things that I love to do, even at my work's expense. And I'm going to miss work, and I'm just going to go to concerts. Eventually, that means that the career wheel is going to deflate, and your personal wheel is going to over-inflate. Eventually, your career, career wheel may just be flat, and your personal wheel will be too inflated for the car to roll properly, and it just isn't going to work. So you're going to have to stop... And you're going to have to take time to fix this before you keep on moving in the road of life. Now, in my instance with my relationship with Nicholas, Nicholas overinflated his career wheel and ignored his partner and relationship wheel thinking that it was going to be okay. So I'll come back to it later. Obviously, that was not it. He kind of traded me for his career. So, sure, he has money to keep his career afloat and, you know, all this stuff, but the relationship wheel is gone, and so he has to rebuild that at his personal expense. But he's only going to do that once he realizes that his life won't be properly balanced without balanced attention. Now, what if a person only wants a career and a personal life? Well, then you don't have a car, which is fine, but you don't have a car, you have a bike. Only one person can ride a bike. So sure, you can focus on your career and your personal life, or focus on your personal life and just your family, or just your relationships and just your career. But in these, these scenarios where it's only two, it's going to be really hard to maintain a quality life and a well-balanced life, so you may ride alone. So do you want a husband or a wife? Well, then you're going to have to maintain a car, or things are going to look really hard for you at, in some parts of your relationship and in your life. If you want to prioritize some things in life, when you add something that requires extra maintenance, everyone involved will suffer if you don't prioritize properly. In Nicholas's case, with his actions and his choices, he wanted a career and money above everything else. But then he would say, oh, I want a wife and a family. 
but he put me as the last priority for nine months and then ended up cheating. But in the end, you know, he got his money and his job, but he lost his relationship. And if he continues this way, he will be an absent husband and an absent father, which makes me very sad to say. Does this mean that he will never find a wife and have kids? No, of course not. Nicholas is, you know, I think a great person. Maybe not to me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think he's the devil. I don't think he's a horrible man. So I've, I'm sure he's going to meet someone that he's going to want to marry that won't be me. But these conscious choices that he makes to continue to prioritize his career and money and in some unfortunate situations, his mom and like his family's opinion, if he's going to prioritize this over his home, his, he will just, he will be absent and his relationships will suffer. Not his bank account and not his 401k, but his relationships will suffer. It just won't be my relationship because I won't and I wouldn't stand for that. Not for myself and sure as hell, not for my future children. If you want elaboration on the children concept, go back to Submission to Selective Weakness, because that'll talk all about that concept, which is, I believe, episode six. Let me make note. Imperfection and wrong choices does not mean that someone is not right for you. Nicholas making this choice does not mean that he's a terrible man and that no one should ever be with him, like I said before. The same thing goes for me. My mistakes and prioritizing, like, sometimes my own personal life or prioritizing pageants and, and stress over, like, building a quality relationship. My mistakes does not mean that I am a terrible woman or unworthy. The point of this, and frankly, this kind of this whole chapter and basically, I guess, all of minus you, is recognition. Can we recognize the unbalance, the disconnect, and come up with a plan to rebalance things over time? I asked Nicholas for this when we were talking about getting back together. And in the end, effort was just, oh, just way too much to ask for. Laziness kills love. If your ratio feels off, if the car is unbalanced, this doesn't mean you're doomed. It means you're human. Congratulations. Welcome to the Beating Hearts and Life Inconsistency Club. Seeing the problem, acknowledging the problem is really the first step to fixing things. The second step is willingness, and the third step is effort. This applies to both parties involved, or all parties involved, however you want to say it. With these steps, you cannot fail. Hear me again. With these steps shared between two people, you cannot fail. So my dear couples, and even independent listeners... The flourishing ones or the suffering ones, couples and listeners, independent listeners, striving per per for perfection will not work because we are imperfect people. But striving for balance, which is going to wax and wane with the reality of life, is the key. Inconsistency in life will follow you wherever you go and whoever you are with. I can promise you that much. But the consistency of effort and consistency of willingness will change and revive your relationships and one another always if you choose the opposite of laziness. I will see you next week for episode 17, which is You Cheated? I Understand. 
This will talk about the comically sad reality of people's blindness to bleak relationship choices. Until next week, adios.